3: All right. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my missions. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listeners, about career and financial planning entrepreneurship motivation leadership overcoming the odds and how to live a balanced life balanced life and my guests that I'm about to introduce that they, they got the career and financial planning check they got the entrepreneurship checked they got the motivation check they got the leadership checked, overcoming the odds 2008 checked and how to live a balanced life got two beautiful kids cool my next guests are a power couple they are award winning entrepreneurs and owners of five wing stops and four fat burger franchises. I would be fat if I was good friends to them. I'm telling you, that fat, that double king fat burger with some fat fries and that strawberry shake Woo, damn. and have received the million dollar store club and top sales increase awards their new book faith family and franchise will give you the blueprint on how to build a successful business from scratch and teaches you how to make business and life work for you please welcome to the money making conversation the power couple clint and diana lewis Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank, thank you. you. What an intro. Yeah, I I'm just saying, Clint Deanna. It's rarely, I always tell all my episodes, I always tell people that money making conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning. Like I said, check. That's you too. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> check. That's you too. Motivation. Check. That's you too. Coming out of bankruptcy. Leadership. Check. That's you, too. Realizing, hey, you had to come together as a team and lead as a team. Overcoming the odds at 2008 in your book. That was a a devastating moment for you guys. But you overcame the odds there and how to live a balanced life. And uh, I want to start right there because my favorite chapter in your book, and I read the book and I had a really great time of it, was I believe I want to say it's chapter eight. And that's that's the family chapter. And it talks about where you the, the kids will being uh y'all y'all will bring them to work. And the reason I wanna bring that up because of the fact that, you know, white families, that's that's allows them to I think an additional level of success because your children can assume by watching your work ethic, by watching that success story, by watching people of all race going by saying yes, sir, no, sir. And you telling them what to do and living the professional life. I believe that was an important time of just the learning process for your children. Correct.
1: Absolutely. It was, I mean, we, we, it was necessary for us to have the kids uh, come along the journey because our first location is about two hours away from our primary residence you mm-hmm. know, at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had to go ahead and pack the kids up on the weekends because we believe in touching our stores. Right. right. You know, so uh, they had to come along with us. Once we got them out of school, they came up for the weekend and they learned how to, you know, wash dishes, how to sweep floors and, 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 and greet customers and say, hello. And my son, uh, you know, was uh, one of the first guys in the back that we we had him cutting potatoes and his right. little arm was getting tired <laughs> and everything like that. But I said, hey, son, this is how this is how it is. And after that day, he said that he felt like Spongebob in the restaurant. You right. know,
3: <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. He
1: just loved it.
3: Mm-hmm. And now, now, Deanna, your mom, OK, your children, you know, that, you know, that um, that's a different perspective, you know. Uh, Clint, you know, he's a he's a man go getter, you know, the old axiom, you know, he's the breadwinner, you know, he's supposed to leave the house and and then here you're a mom bringing, you know, your children to your place of work, your business. How did you feel about that?
4: actually always wanted them to feel that they had ownership in it as well, right? Right. That Mm -hmm. it wasn't just, this is my, because they saw mom and dad work jobs. Well, mostly me. They saw me get up and work for the county and go to work. We had bring your children to work day. So they saw me in the social work position, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But I felt that it was so important that we're owners of this business. I need them to see us in ownership and see that mommy can work just as hard for herself as she does for someone else. And when they saw that, they developed, they they bought into the vision that, oh, we really do own this. Like, we're, you know, we're restaurant owners. And I'm like, yeah, it's us. It's our family business. And I think a lot of times our children don't know what we do you know what I mean they don't mm-hmm. see what we do on a regular basis so for me I was just now of course I had days like okay he's tired he don't need to wash no more dishes I'll finish and you know <laughs> right, Clint is like right. Right. be alright <laughs> right, right, right. Get, get off that stool
3: sit on down son go ahead. thank you mama thank you mama oh Clint where yeah. are you going where are you going? We got some dishes yeah, on here. He ain't tired. He ain't tired. <laughs> yeah. Man up, boy. Man up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
4: and, and also, I'm, even with the allowance, with paying them, you right. know, I was like, okay, we wanted to show them that we're going to still pay you. You know, of course, my payment was a little bit higher. Clint was like, he's he's, he's li- he has a place to sleep at night. That's his payment. Right. I'm like, get the some money, okay? <laughs>
3: yeah. I love Clint. I love. Well, you know, the thing about it, Then thank you guys for calling a money making conversation because I always like to talk about power couples because I think it's important that the how you relate, how these transitions, how the how the how the family dynamic work, especially when you have children. Now, Clint, let, let the book started off with your story first. Tell a little everybody a little bit about you, and then Deanna, I'm gonna go to you, and then we're gonna journey through the book. Just certain little highlights that I really thought that were inspirational to me, because I always like to believe that when I read good books, and this is a very good book, you learn something you. from it. It opens your eyes, and it allows you to appreciate other people's success story, and not just your own. That's the purpose of money making conversation. Yeah, so, Clint, start you with your plan. story, my friend. Before we get down to wing stop and I get hungry, because this is I'm gonna just <laughs> tell everybody else, this is an interview. You are gonna get hungry in this interview because I'm just I'm yeah. a fool. You no, will get I'm hungry sorry. in this interview. start with you, Clint. Originally
1: a restaurateur, so that is not the case. That's the last fifteen years of my life, but. I'm a serial entrepreneur, though. Mm-hmm. So since 18, I started off in the financial service industry with uh, insurance, investments, real estate, and loans, in which uh, I still do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started my own company after being uh, with the uh, uh, company A. O. Williams Primerica for seven years. I was a regional vice president with them. I started on uh, my own in 99, me and another uh, RVP, we you know decided to team up, right? And we started our own uh, investment advisory group. So we did that in '99, and it just grew to uh, what what it is today. Uh, but during that period of time, we looked at opportunities uh, because the real estate market was booming in the early 2000s. Anybody that could fog a mirror could could buy a house. You <laughs> know, so mm-hmm. so you said, hey, you know, let's go ahead and get this money. And you just come to a point in time where being a financial planner, financial advisor, you say, okay, this can't be forever. It has to have some type of ending. So uh, we wanted to go ahead and diversify. We had, you know, nine pieces of property, as the book shows, um, you know, including our primary residence. But we still needed some other business that was going to generate cash flow. My wife and I weren't entrepreneurs as far as uh, in the restaurant business, but we were foodies. So we already knew what good food was. And in Bakersfield, which my wife is born and raised, she'll tell her story about that. But in Bakersfield, there was an opportunity uh, as far as, uh, well, there was opportunity. It wasn't really too many uh, restaurants right. besides your McDonald's and your your, your Subway and other mm-hmm. drive throughs mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, what can we do? We love this concept, you know, but uh is wide open. We don't know anything about, you know, being a restaurant to a restaurant. So we we had, you know, uh monies available to to invest in something and there, you know, we just started to to do our research and uh, you know, like they say a star was born, a light bulb went off and we you know just jumped all in.
3: Well, you kind of you had a you had Diana Okay, she had this great okay. county job. Okay, so
1: that's
4: right.
3: And, and so she really, so don't say she ju- y'all jumped on in because she was sitting over there. She had those benefits. She had that regular yeah. check. She respected your your serial entrepreneurial background and your had love yes. for you, but that regular yeah. check was 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 holding her and, and was, so was so holding
1: the household down.
3: Absolutely, sure. absolutely. So 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 I love how you presented your story. Now I want to slide over to Miss Lewis. Miss <laughs> yeah. Nine to Five Lewis. Okay, over here.
4: This Miss Nine to Five.
3: Let
4: me tell you something. <laughs> um I, you know it, Clint, well, and the thing is, and even in the book, we talk about that. We knew each other before we even got married. Right. You mm-hmm. know, he he had um, been divorced. I had been engaged and in a long relationship that didn't go well. Three years. Um, so I knew he had that boss mentality. I knew that he was an entrepreneur. You know, he was signing all of us 19-year-olds up at 19 years old for life insurance. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> like, right you're eighteen, and you're signing up all your nineteen year old friends about life insurance, so I knew he had that that boss mentality, um but there was still. I was locked into the county. You know that was where you were assured we're gonna have insurance. We have two small babies. He had just left um, Primerica and decided to branch off on his own. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I gotta stay locked in. Right. I need to know that on the 15th and the 30th, it's literally at midnight, that my money is in the bank. Absolutely. Right. Um, Absolutely. So he's out there, you know, making it happen for us in the insurance world. And and it was rough. It was rough when he when he walked away. You know, from from Primerica. Um, but I felt that. As long as we do it together, I'm really good. Like whatever we do, I just strongly believe that whatever we did, we had to do it together. Even in working different professions, long as when we came home at night, we talked about finance together. We talked about the money losses and the money gains together. We always kept that line of communication open. Um, but I, I just, we, we looked at the opportunity. I said, okay, we have all this money coming in for him for his real estate. And it's doing great, but we don't want to just go blow it on a bunch of jet skis right. and, and, you know, and, and all of the, the material things, which I do like nice things. Don't get me wrong, but I felt like this is too much money to not have something else that we should be investing in. Um, and. We trip, you know, vacationed or traveled to Bakersfield so much to see my family. There was just that emptiness of not having any food selections after about 10 o'clock. You know, it's a little small country town, um, about two hours south, I mean, north of LA. Mm -hmm. So we were like, there's no food places out here. If we bring anything to town, we should bring food. And hence began the restaurant, you know, um, journey. Absolutely. And I went and sat in the wingside parking lot. Okay. The one that was not too far from my house. And I counted the people coming in and out of there. Right. right. Like if we're going to go big, we need to know what we're doing, what we're talking about. Even though we don't know the restaurant business, we need to know the restaurant company that we're about to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars. Into. Right. And time. Um, and time and time. And we reached out to them. They didn't respond. So guess what? We called a plane and knocked on their door and was like, yeah, we left you a few messages and some emails. Y'all didn't answer, but we're ready to move. What's up? Right. You know, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
3: you know, the interesting thing like, about your story and also Clinch' story is that, you know, it, it's, it's a story. The, the book, the title says it's Faith. Which you talk about a lot, how important faith is in your decision making because you have scriptures throughout the book and at the end of each chapter and your the family, not only just your fa- immediate family, but your sisterhood, you know, your lifelong brotherhood that you have that keeps you. Focused and keeps you aligned there, Clint. And then all of a sudden the, the, the franchise. And I just, you know, the thing, and that's something that, you know, African-Americans know need to understand the opportunities. And that's really what really drove the whole plan for me to say, I love this book because as you, as you, as both of you noted earlier that you did your research on this type of book previously, just like you did your research, sitting in the Wingstop parking lot. Yeah, Is there a I'm, book out there yeah. about this for couples? And how to be entrepreneurs. Is there a book out there, especially for black couples? So, and just, we're going to wrap up this break here, but before we leave, Clint, why was it important to write Faith, Family, and Franchise?
1: Well, as a financial advisor, I knew that a lot of people didn't have the tools and the wherewithal how to win the money game. I was fortunate and blessed in my profession to understand the inner workings of, of money and business, and in our Christian community, that communal community, as well as just us as, as people of color, we didn't have those insights. They don't have buildings in our communities, you know, Merle Lynch, you know, Charles Schwab. They're not there, you know, but I wanted to teach people, and that's sort of the, the whole foundation of my practice now, how to go ahead and win the money game. And I have the insights and I wanted to share it with all the good and the bad because a lot of people show you all the glow. Don't show you, you know, what, uh, I went through bankruptcy. I was, you know, maybe, you know, about to lose my home. But we wanted to put it all out there on our personal side as well as the business side so that people can relate and hopefully take action because if they use these principles, they will succeed.
3: That's, that's it. Wow,
2: that's hot. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws.
0: T-t-e-r.ai.
3: So uh, tell me about, you know, when it when, about your background a little bit. I know we joked about the whole uh, county job, but, you know, I used to work for IBM and I know when I got that job at IBM and I told people I was going to leave IBM to tell my pursue a career as a stand up comedian, they looked at me like I was crazy. Because of the fact, but that wasn't my passion. That wasn't, you know, I was just Definitely. smart enough to get a degree in math and smart enough to be able to sit down and fill out an application and get a great job at IBM. But it was a lot of fear in me when I left because there was a lot of uncertainty. And I really love the fact that you had Clint to lean on to guide you through that uncertainty to leave your county job. So tell us about how it all started. And, and, and,
4: and very true. I, I just always had kind of uh more of a, a pessimistic attitude about things, right? So Clint has always been, that's part of our faith journey. He's been the one that has that, that had more faith than I've had many occasions, right? But he encourages me and pulls me along the faith journey for me to say, okay, take the chance, take the chance. But I have been with LA County as a social worker since 1990. Mm-hmm. So when we opened up Wingstop, I'm like, yeah I think one day I'll leave but I don't have no plans on leaving, leaving right. no time mm-hmm. soon because again you know having that that definitive check on the 15th and the 30th at midnight I knew that there was money in my account you knew I knew that if I went to the doctor with a you know co of about $7 me and my children and, and Clint as well would be treated and, and have access to medical attention if we needed it so that carries a whole lot of weight you know like I don't know about this Wingstop is doing good. I hear you. We opened it up, but let me see if I can maneuver and do both. And for years, I did both. For years, I worked Monday through Friday, would get off work at four o'clock, get home, pack the kids up, load up the car. And we were on the road to Bakersfield, stay there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, put the kids in pajamas in Bakersfield just to drive back two hours back to LA so that I can return to that job on Monday, you Mm -hmm. know, as a social worker. And, And I did that for... Seven years before yeah. I actually took the leap of faith and said, okay, this is it. And it, it took me a while to get to that point. But at some point, you have to just trust in yourself. You have right. to trust in and have faith in all the effort that you put in to make this work, to be all in. Because I think sometimes if you have something else that's holding on in the back, you won't just go all in. Because it's a little safety net. Yeah. So how far can you really go? How much can you really grow if you don't ever take a leap of faith of saying, okay, I got to forget those things that are behind me and press forward. But I had the same, listen, Rashawn, I had the same conversations. People were looking at me like I was crazy. They told me right. that I was crazy. When I said we're opening a wing stop or the stop is now open. I like that. I know you ain't all. leaving that job. And you yep. a black
3: too? A black person to Open a the, what? They, they can't, black people can't even comprehend that. You know what I'm saying? And it that's cannot. And that's the whole thing about what we're talking about on this interview is comprehending. And that's why I love the fact that when you was making this decision, I always tell people if you want to be a doctor, don't talk to a mechanic. Okay. Right. So,
4: <laughs> right.
3: You have to have the right mentors, you know. And so you had yeah, the right yeah. mentor and Clint. Okay, when you when the yeah. decision to become an entrepreneur, you just went to your mentor. OK, right there. Cliff, what do you think? Yeah. And, and, and you looked at how he thought about it. he had the highs and the lows. He had a clear understanding that it is work is involved. And both, both of you guys have that high work ethic. And that's really important. Yeah. And when I was when I was reading the book, because because the book is great, everybody. And this is why the book is great, because they te- they're willing to tell you their flaws. See, I always tell people, I, yeah. I read books and people kind of like gloss over their mistakes. And, well, you know, I, I graduated from college and I was famous. Huh? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Once <in> step, <laughs> yeah. what, what step. You, and, and because in the chapter one, what you call the lesson is the who are we chapter. You know, Clint tells who he is. Then Deanna, you tell who you are. And then you asked us for our background. And so you start yeah. setting the stage of, of, and then the most personal chapter is chapter is lesson two. Indeed, in that's when you you know the, you guys were always friends in the church. And then all of a sudden, but like you said, you had that three-year relationship where you kept putting off the the date and you was doing the catering to the bridesmaid dresses. And finally, you know, (laughs) this ain't happening. Bye, bye. This ain't happening. And then, you know, know, Clint, you know, he, he was married, but he didn't have time for marriage. You know yeah you know yep. that, that yeah. was key right there then I went yeah. through that journey yeah. too just because you can buy the car the house you still have to have time because yeah. it's yeah. called communication yeah. folks communication and that's with chapter two because it talks about the divorce it talks about getting together and it talks about them being church people but I'm gonna tell you tell y'all something about these two church people right here they get busy though they some getting busy busy church people <laughs> 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 little CJ came along because they were getting busy 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 yeah, this, 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 this. <laughs> <laughs> and, Yeah, that's true. And, and that's yeah. what I'm talking about, willing to share their story. And that's an, and, and so it, it really, it, it all comes together for me really in uh, chapter four, because we all have these journeys. We all have these dreams. But what happens when the dream kind of crashes or become a nightmare? Yeah. And that's uh, the stock market. Because I wanted to talk about that because you're kind of dealing with it now. The crash of the stock market in 2008. Now you have the pandemic of 2020. Tell me about that.
1: Well, I think the best quote in the book comes from my beautiful and lovely wife. And it tells (laughs) the story about everything. We had already lost almost everything that you could lose. They picked up our car. We had the Mercedes S500. They picked that up in front of my house. But <laughs> we were, you know, in that period of time or transitioning where, you know, we didn't know if we were going to be able to keep in our own home where we lived at. We already yeah. lost everything else. And she comes up with a with a ask me a question. Hey, I know you say that we... We, okay, just hang on and you're doing good. You always, you know, say it's going to be all right, babe. But I just want to know, are we painting or are we packing? <laughs> right. and, and, and that just resonated. I was like, dang, okay, yeah. so I guess if we're painting, that means that we're staying or we're going to pack this sucker up and we're going to just go and move out with the babies. Yeah. And uh, that was where it kind of came home to me where, okay, let's go ahead and really sit down and see how we're going to make it through because we had already, you know, looked at everything. But I also knew how to count our blessings. We had the store that was still open. We had already lost the store, and we had our, our house. So even though that it looked like our our walls and everything like that were crashing, we still were doing... Better than most people can say during that period of time in the in in, in the recession, we had a, a place to live and we had a business that was doors were open, we were making any money. We had everybody knocking on our doors and right. and trying to tap our teal, but we were still <laughs> we were still open
4: and we were pay- keeping up with payroll. Yeah, everybody well, got paid. Yeah, yeah. payroll <laughs> and rent
1: was the only things that we made yeah. sure that took care of. Anybody else as far as vendors, we switched chicken vendors about three or four times <laughs> just uh, to try to catch up on one because right. we had an outstanding voice on the other. Mm-hmm. But we, we made it through that period of time. And and I only believe that because we kind of came together and we were willing to go ahead and, 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 and mm-hmm. figure it out together, right. then we were able to make it through the other side.
3: Now that's 2008. Now we have the pandemic. Unexpected. Nobody mm-hmm. saw it coming. 2020. Which caused you to pivot. Let's talk about that experience yeah. and dealing with that. And then I want to go back to uh back to this chapter talk about something that I felt was very neat called relationships. But talk to us about the pandemic and dealing with it. Nobody saw it coming. Deanna.
4: Um we didn't see it coming. You know, I think our first glimpse of it was when we were actually down in Atlanta um and had just left our son thinking that, you know, he's going to be finishing this semester down at Morehouse Mm -hmm. and we go in the airport and the airport is like empty, right? Remember (laughs) it was like nobody in the airport. I'm like, okay, something is really going down because there's no travelers here in the airport. Um, But the beauty of it, what we did know then when we invested into Wingstop was that their concept is built on takeout. Like the concept has always been on take the wings home for, you know, with you to go. So in this 2020 pandemic on this side, of the restaurant business, we're actually thriving. We're actually thriving. Um, Our numbers have even increased um, and we reduced our hours. It is changing how we're gonna do things. We've had to change and and reevaluate how things are set up as far as how we're servicing our customers with social distancing and and wearing protective masks. But in the restaurant business, you're already kind of sanitizing. you should be, or you shouldn't be in the restaurant business, (laughs) right? Right, right, right.
3: right, right. (laughs) You should already be taking
4: kind of health precautions anyway, um, as far as how you do business. So we were actually in the gold mine business of Wingstop because it was always set up as a carryout. So it hasn't really affected us. Now, on the Fat Burger side, a little different. Um, we have a um, location that's at Arizona State Campus, which is closed and it's still closed because school isn't in. Right. Um, so we had to close three of those and we were able to keep one open, but right now, you know, three of them are open and one is still closed. Mm-hmm. So we, We know what it is to come through, but I think going through it in 08, we already saw what that looked like, and we vowed to never be back in that situation. So we reevaluate how our spending is, how we save, how we make sure that we we invest in more than just one thing. Don't have all your, you know, apples or whatever, oranges in one basket. You Mm -hmm. know, you want to, you know, diversify. And we looked at that, and ever since that coming out of that recession of 08, we just, our thinking changed. It shifted to where we wanted to have, you know, multiple upon multiple upon multiple streams of income and right. make the, our portfolio diversify.
3: It really is uh, important. And that's I, important. And
4: I think that's what has saved us right now is because of that.
3: You know, I wanted to bring up something in, uh, in that chapter It was like uh, relationships. I always tell people, you know, always uh, you walk away from somebody shaking their hand with a good spirit mm-hmm. because, uh, you, you, the county job came back into your life, and yes. uh, in two thousand eight, and it was it only came back into your life because you left in good good stead. That's you right. was an incredible yeah. worker, even though you knew. You were spending a lot of hours with your franchise, the Wing Stop. It didn't diminish your work ethic at that location, and it came back to save you from 2009 to 2013 financially. gave you guys yeah. a steady check and and gave you guys a that health benefit that you needed and that fifteenth and thirtieth check that you could count on from that period. So talk to us about relationships because in business relationships and all those things that are important that a lot of people tend to kind of like uh, downplay, but it's important.
4: And, and and it and it's very important and to speak on the the, the time that I, I left the county and then came back, it was because of the relationships I had established. Um I had respect there, they respected me, I respected them, I appreciated my county job, and I was able to make those phone calls and say and then humble myself. I didn't I did not return back to the county job with this arrogance of, oh, I have a wing stop, you know, that's you know, I'm a I'm a restaurant owner and you guys should you know to listen to me, and ha- and I'm like, no, I stayed in the humble position. I went back to social work. Um, they had me on a couple of special assignments because I was that kind of a worker. You right. know, I was a great worker. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had me on special assignments, but it was how I left was why they welcomed me back. And when I left the, for the last time, never to return again, praise Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even then. I didn't walk out of there with, you know, yeah, we're getting ready to open our second location and deuces, I never want to see you people again. I still, you know, remain in contact and and respectful to them and always showed appreciation for the opportunity to come back. And we do that in everything we do. Um, we tease my mom and Clint's mom about them. They never meet a stranger. Like everybody they know, the next time we hear they see them, it's like they've known them for years. You know, even our friends, they've gotten their telephone numbers and right. talk. To, oh, I talked to your mom. I'm like, how she get your number? But <laughs> we've had those examples of what it means to build relationship. Our our marriage community is strong. We sit around and we take vacations with those couples that we've respected that have a few, you know, more years on us mm-hmm. um, to, to say, this is how we kind of navigate it. We go to them like mentorship. We go to them on how to raise the children, you know, what to do when they go to college, what, what did you, you know, what mistakes that you made that you can help us avoid. Um, and that's been the center of who we are. Even in the book, when we talk about when we dated, um, we dated in big circles of other folks that had the same mindset right. that wanted something out of life other than just, you know, what society say we should have an opportunity to. That's, you know? that's
3: incredible. That's incredible. And Clint, yeah. I, I want to close out with you on the, Clint, a couple of thoughts. First of all, the book is fantastic, but it was in uh, the same chapter lesson four that we're talking about. It was the five C's for financial competency. They can help you prepare to own own a business. Uh, can you close it out? Just tell us about that and uh, and. Uh Thank you both for coming on my show. Um, the storytelling. In fact, I want to bring you back because we haven't even really tapped into the the, 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 yeah, the, the book. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, you I know, I know the book. You know, but but I don't. Yeah. want But I'm just recommending <laughs> things that I loved about. it That's why I started from chapter eight by family. See, 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 yeah, see, yeah. see, see. They talk about family the whole way. But when you when you when you bringing up your children and you're letting your children understand the value of hard work, letting them see that, they, that this you can own this, you can. Be this. You can walk around and, and this can be you. You you can walk by a store and, that's, and your name is part of the ownership of that store. Yeah. But, but Clint, let's talk about the five C's for financial competency.
1: Absolutely. So our book is called Faith, Family, Franchise, but we don't want to alienate people as far as the business. They don't have to get a franchise. That's just our journey. That's just yes. what we've done. It can also be kind of substituted or 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 a synonym for finance. Mm-hmm. Because that's our background. That's my background. So we like the franchise aspect of it because it gives you a business plan. It gives you a template of something that is already supposed to be proven successful if you do your homework, right? But if you're looking at just a business in general, an investor or a bank is going to want to know these five things. And, and, and we call them the five C's. It's your character Are you a worthwhile person. Your credit, you know, are you trustworthy with money? Capital, do you have any money or investment? They want to make sure that you have some skin in the game. Collateral, obviously, that could be you a know, piece of real estate or some property. Also, as far as the business assets and then your capacity, that was the thing that we were lacking. We weren't restaurateurs. We didn't have the capacity or the resume to basically say that, hey, if you give us this million-dollar franchise, we're going to be able to go ahead and run it successfully. But D went to training. I kind of learned by hard knocks. You know, in the business, D went to a training in Texas for three weeks to get the capacity issue going. So that way you can have the tools to really win at the trade or the profession that you're getting involved in. And, you know, that will lead into other things that you can know about yourself to, to really be successful. And you have to put forth the work ethic and the work.
3: Wow. Character, credit, capital, collateral, capacity. The five C's for financial competency. I want to thank you two, the power couple extraordinaire franchisees, you know, workaholics, uh, great parents yeah. led by faith, built a great family and uh, an uh, award winning franchise owners for Wingstop and uh, Fat Burgers. Appreciate you coming on my show. I hope it was a Thank journey you that you was there was a you. that you enjoyed. I know I surprised you. You know, I know I surprised. If back, that would I'm be surprised. I, I am so surprised. I'm just smiling. I got a permanent cheese on my face all day today. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I, I, before we wrap it up, I'm gonna tell you something. I love Wingstop. stop. Uh, I, I love Fat Burger, Fat Burger, cause I lived in LA fifteen years. So okay, I, okay So okay, Fat Burger, yeah. I know Fat Burgers. I know two locations. I go to one over the, the Citrus City and the other one Wilshire and High. Island and I uh, go in there, like I told you, double king, cheese, That's relish, <laughs> all the way, you know, Give me some because because I gotta get older, so I can't eat the whole thing. I still go buy. it. I still get that cuz yeah. I can't get that junior. I can't get. I gotta get the double king, and the single kind of makes me mad, even though I can't eat it like I used to eat it. And give me that large strawberry shake, and give me that large, large fat fry, fat fry. I was about to say fatter, skinny, fatter, fat. skinny. I'm a fat guy. I'm a fat guy. Did <laughs> I go over there and then... Punch, punch, punch on my ketchup and the little whites up. One, two, three, four. Get my little tray, go (laughs) to my table, and girl, you talking about you have a grin? I be sp. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah I want fat burger for lunch.
3: <laughs> I love y'all both I want to appreciate you you know you're friends of the family yes. I want to bring you back on the show later on just to talk about uh, you know the fall and the the, the life and just just go in more detail about this book because it's a great book and thank you for writing it okay and more importantly yeah, thank you for honored. coming on money making so conversation bye bye Thank you. <laughs> if you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your-
2: in this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
0: Still living in 2021 and manually taking notes? There is a better way. Start the new year with otter.ai. Automatically get meeting notes. Otter.ai works for virtual meetings like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and Google Meet. Sign up on the web for free or download in the app stores. Otter.ai. That's O-T-T-E-R dot A-I.
1: Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Mega Millions jackpot is over 300 million. Whew! Play now! Please play responsibly, must be 18 years or older to purchase player buy.